sometimes we make mistakes. And those mistakes can cost us dearly. There are times that even I have made mistakes. I have left the stove on when I wasn't supposed to, burned food, forgot to pay an important bill. But I am never in charge of something as important as our heroes are. Our heroes have assaulted a fairy dragon, and that creature could have given us the answers that we need. Will our heroes be able to recover from their mistakes? I don't know, but they are certainly going to try. My name is Christopher Rondo, and I am the storyteller for this game. And this is Wyvern's Aria. My name is Sean Last, and I play Rythan Dusk, a level 6 tiefling summoner. Hello, my name is Alex Bissonette, and I play Arnar Jerry Nemonis, level 6 fighter barbarian, dragonborn. Hi, my name is Kedra, and I play Valandria Zathras, the level 6 human monk. My name is Tyler, and I play Tadar, the level 6 lizard folk rogue. Sounds of crickets and bird life echo around the party. Belangia wakes up suddenly from her slumber, wearing the helmet of her enemy. She is currently sees this glove slash bracelet kind of to her left, and sees the number blinking on its side. Zero, four, two, three. Go ahead and describe your character, Belangia. My name is Belangia Zathras. I have golden eyes, tan skin, I'm about 6'4", and I have a red mohawk that fades into white, wearing monk vestiges, and uh, ready to kick butt. You wake up to Rythan keeping watch, and so I kind of see him leaning up against a tree, trying to keep as alert as possible. Go ahead and describe your character, Rythan. <sighs> So Rythan stands, he's about six feet tall. He's wearing a leather duster with just uh, normal traveling boots and pants. He has his cowboy hat on. He's got his laser pistol on his right hip, a whip on the left. And his imp skull is currently sitting on his left shoulder. So Valangio wakes up. He's Rythan there. What would you like to do, Valangio? Uh, hey, Rythan? Yes? My, uh, wrist thingy is, uh, my wrist thing says 423. Do you know what that means? Not a clue. <sighs> Me either. How long has it been saying that? Well, I just woke up, so I'm not sure. Anything else on the display? Uh, let me see. And I look through the visor that I'm wearing. Do I see anything? Visor is not giving off any sort of warning. And it as you kind of stare at the thing like bracelets, but I guess it's more like a wrist guard, probably a better way to describe that. It doesn't seem to be able to process what it means, so you can roll me computer use real quick. And intelligence. Intelligence. Alright. 19. This is probably an issue with the device itself, not necessarily a issue with the connection if that makes sense. Like, you're 
moment can connect to the device, it can sense what the device is. So that means it's probably a hardware thing. Okay. I think something's wrong with this device. Maybe... Did you hit it? Uh, well, it's very possible. I do punch things quite a lot. In your sleep, you do too. I do? Yeah. All right. Well, should we wake the others up? Ah, let them sleep. They still got a couple more minutes. Okay. Well, I'm going to get prepared, and I just start doing push-ups on the ground. Okay. So you look around, and it is fairly dark. We can still see the moon, kind of just giving enough ambiance to create low-light settings. But there is disturbances kind of going all around, and I don't know how on edge the party is, but you can maybe like a bird flying through an owl hooting in the distance and there's almost this eerie calm that is quickly interrupted by Bell hearing something within the helmet it goes we have gotten the dragon move slowly and cautiously we have enough men we have lost today okay Rythan they're getting the dragon we need to go tricks go wake them up we gotta get going these tricks wake up first Trix wakes up Arnar by pulling on his tail. Arnar, your tail is pulled. I don't? You don't, even though you don't have a tail. Oh, you don't have a tail, do you? <laughs> I do not have a tail. <laughs> oh, I thought you had a tail. I don't know why. For a second, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> do I have a tail? Have I been misled? Okay, well, she's just going to start poking Arnar in the back of the head until he wakes up. I think, uh, naturally, uh, Arnar's going to swing behind his head, you know, thinking like, you know, like what you do when you get a little startled in your sleep before you fully wake up. Describe your character, please. Well, oh, stretching, pushing himself out of his bedroll, tossing and turning a bit from being rudely awoken, and then stretching himself, just stretching out, pulling himself out of his bedroll. You see standing up a very large bronze dragonborn, even larger than typical already big species he uh is covered in burnished bronze scales he's got silver eyes and three big scars on the underside of his chin going down to his down his neck down to his collarbone he's wearing because he's out in the wild he's sleeping he slept in his uh some scale mail armor which he has over uh like a, a tunic and you can just see a little logo of an anchor and a sword crossed where the tunic Pops out of the armor. On his shoulder, he's got silver and blue <clears throat> scarfs that are he wears for warding off the sun at sea. And he's got a nice, bro no, sorry, not bronze, copper, patinaed copper armband on his left arm. And he picks up his sword, which is in its sheath right now. Just You just see the hilt of a uh, great sword sticking out. Nice, large weapon. And the moment doesn't look particularly interesting. He gets up, stretches. Ready to move. Yeah, I guess they're on the. They're gonna capture the dra uh, fairy dragon shortly. Yeah, they're they're on the move to get it, and there's a lot of them, from what I heard. <sighs> all right, well, let's go then. We already. Where's um? What was his name? Tadar. I feel like he. I feel like it's too similar. It's kind of it's kind of weirding me out that he's like a almost like dragon like, and his name is similar to mine. But you know what? He has a tail, though. The world is weird. Let's go. And I, uh, 
I uh, start poking him with my uh, sword. Sheathed sword. No blood draw. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that's good, that's good, that's good. Tadar wakes up in a fright. Ha! Ah, what? We're going, come on. Tadar, why don't you give me a character description? Tadar is a six foot two slender build lizard folk with green scales. He's got a slight blue mohawk of feathers and yellow eyes. He's wearing leather clothes, but not necessarily leather armor. He stands out not only as a lizard, but also for the bow that he carries on his back. Oh, okay. And I'll reach out an arm to be nice, even though I very rudely just woke him up. <laughs> Coming from the heads that you hear, Stand by, we are sending the dogs of war to escort you. Be wary, there are people in the forest. They're sending dogs. They're sending dogs? I like dogs. Oh no. How scary. They said dogs of war, specifically. Oh. Alright, all right, a little, little bit a little bit more intimidating then. <laughs> let's uh, pack it up and let's move. You all ready to go? What's the plan? You guys are going to continue following the trail to where the fairy dragon was, or... Can I locate on my helm where they are headed? Like, is there some sort of tracking device that I can use? So, here is the risk-reward of doing that. You can turn on this thing to try to see if you can sense anything out there, but you also risk that someone can sense you coming. Or maybe where you are on on the in the forest. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe we turn it on for like a second. Well, they don't have have it yet, right? They, you heard them say they're going to get it? They're going to get it, but we don't know where it is. I think if I turn it on for a second, then I can lead us out of here after I turn it off. And then they'll know where we're coming from. Yeah, but at least we'll know where to go. It's better than nothing. We already we know where the where its nest was. Oh yeah. Do we not? Let's head towards the nest. I think Arnar is right. We should head towards the nest. If it's not there, we can we can try the other thing. Can I try with my survival to lead us to the nest with the easiest route from where we are? So you have a route to the nest pretty pretty easily through the actual helmet itself. So at least you have that going for you. It's just you don't know where the enemy is. So if you want to just travel to the nest, we can do that pretty quickly and, and without any real issue. Okay, then can I find a place for us once we get there to hide? So if you remember, there is this grove that's surrounded by flowers and mushrooms. So within the grove itself, probably not. But if you wanted to and like the foliage slash uh, trees around the grove probably could figure something out there I think once we get there we can hide maybe attack them from each side doesn't sound half bad uh, do you know how many of them there are no uh, hmm. they said there were a lot of them though hmm all right well let's just let's just let's let's, let's move as you guys begin to move forward, Within the trails going left and right, uh, there are some like game trails that you're following, perhaps some man-made trails, and you continue to see the moon beginning to descend, and perhaps in the distance we're beginning to see those first kind of purplish colors within the sky, as if the sun is about to rise, we're coming up to dawn. But within a couple of hours, you reach the 
edge of the grove, and what you see is a massacre. Not only do you see the wyvern that the party has killed, not but yesterday, <laughs> Oops. but we see a plethora of corpses around, and you see corpses of these kind of mercenary slash soldier types that you have been fighting. Some of them look to be the dragonborn mutants that you have fought before, the one that turned into the dragon. The other ones seem to be human. And there is one triton in the mix. But maybe only Tadar is familiar with the triton mutants, the sort of super soldiers that they were able to create. It's kind of the idea of the perfect uh, mutation to create the best warrior. They're probably the ones that kidnapped my butt. <laughs> uh, two quick questions. Triton super soldiers. Are they, as the book describes them, in only about like five foot four? Uh, <laughs> the height depends on the person they're mutating. Okay, okay. I just I thought that was funny if Captain America was five foot four, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know. Do we see like a mangled, like mech thing? Like, I know our characters wouldn't know about it, but our players, we know about the mech that we fought. There's none of those around from the last time we were. Well, you know, are the other group faced off against a Triton? No, this particular Triton seems to be just wearing normal combat military clothing. It does have, like, a large energy battle axe that's on its back that's currently lying on the floor. Okay, but he, so he, he's equipped like the rest of them except for a different weapon. Uh, like, a bigger, more okay. advanced weapon. Perhaps he's wearing more uh, symbolism on his outfit to signify a higher rank. All right. And then you said that the human. we know for sure they're humans. We don't know if, like, they messed up. Do we know if they're, like, some sort of other weird thing? <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, are they... Can we tell for sure that they're humans, or are they also some type of mutant? Everyone is mutant except for the ones that look like dragons. Hmm. Okay. So let, let's okay. backtrack a little bit. Let's say there are seven corpses here. Four of them are human. Two of them are like the dragon mutants that you fought earlier uh, that turned into dragon creatures due to the bracelet that Belandria still has. And one of them is the Triton. All right, all right. Everyone we've seen to run out here, run into out here, seems to be a mutant of some kind. I know there's a lot in these parts, but before in the city, they were at least mostly humans. I don't know if that means anything yet, but... And we see, like... We only see bodies from one side right were we the, did we fight these people am i going crazy no you did not okay i was gonna say yeah we don't see like opposing because they all do they all seem to be armed the same way like you know in the same getup uh correct hmm so we all right hmm so who did this then because we took down those two not dragonborns those two freaks but who did this to these other people? Yeah, this is a big mess. I don't know. Um, this doesn't make any sense. What are we? The, we. Uh, I want to stop and look to see what they have, but we got we got to go. Can I make a perception or a survival check real quick and see if I can tell if anything, like if I can figure out what attacked them? So, you guys are still kind of on the outskirts of the grove. If you want to do further investigation, I think I would have you reveal yourself. Should I go out there, guys, and look real quick? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, do we... I mean, from where we are, can we see, like, blood on the ground around them? Probably, yeah. Okay, so... It's unlikely that these are just people just lying on the ground. We're gonna go, gotcha! We, we can't risk it. We gotta, we gotta move. We gotta stick to the objective. If we come back this way, check it out, but... You seem huh. to be... You seem to know how to get around. You can, I don't know, keep this place in mind and we'll make our way back here, but we, we got to go now. But how do we know where to go next? I mean, it seems like it's gone. I'm an idiot. This is where the, the fairy dragon was? Yes. Oh, I'm stupid. I was imagining that river that we uh, ran to next. Okay, no, okay, my bad. Do you, hmm, can you find tracks? All right, we're going to have to expose ourselves then. We can't tell from here where they went. We're going to have to find some tracks and, I guess, track them down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Unless there is that facility we found earlier. We could just assume they're heading there, but for all we know, there could be multiple of those, or that could be unrelated. I think it's best to... Let me go see if I can find some tracks to see if the fairy dragon left here or if something else is teaming up with it. Hmm. Uh, does it look like there's no way she can get out there and still be in cover of sort, right? It's a wide open area. Arnar. We could, yes, yeah. I have a solution to that problem. Which one? We have a few. Well, to send out Val out there to take a look around and give us better directions. Well, it's here then. I prefer if you just saw it. Well, no, let's hear it then, so we can all form a plan accordingly. Fine. I'll turn her invisible. Once again, that is a good plan. I would have agreed with it. But we <laughs> need to all be on the same page when we do these things. Oh. <laughs> Novel concept. <laughs> okay. We want to send me ahead. That's kind of my forte, is scouting and being sneaky. See, Ryan, this is why we wait because apparently this is his this is his thing. Now we don't. Now we can't compare notes. See who'd be better at the job. Is isn't this why we hired him in the first place to be our guide? A little bit, yeah. Yes, but you, but you've already made her invisible. I have not made anyone invisible yet. I could have. All right. I said I can. Oh, you can. I heard you say you did. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm still here. I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm not invisible. Back okay. it up. Back it up. I, heard, I heard you say you did. Okay. Crouched behind my foliage. I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just, I was looking in the opposite direction. If you don't move, you're invisible. Yes, our vision is based on movement. You are correct. <laughs> oh, you are a lizard. All right. I will end you. Pitar. Dinosaurs also want lizards either, so double wrong. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Tidar, if I make you invisible, can you give us a path to follow? Uh, Confidence. I like it. I know. What did we hire you for again? Scouting <laughs> in direction. Okay. I mean, how, I'm just saying, how are you supposed to follow me if I'm invisible? Well, well, you come you back, come back you, and yes, get we, us. We, we <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant as I was invisible. Ugh. I was very confused. We're trying not to blow our cover in this wide open field. That's easy to do. Mm. You ready? Uh, yeah. You might feel a little tingling sensation. Don't worry. I'm going to put my hand on Tadar, and my imp skull is going to land on his head, and he's going to turn invisible. Did it work? Mm -hmm. 
you invisible or not. <laughs> well, Tadar, you don't, you can't tell if you're invisible or not. That's why I asked. Am I invisible? Yes. Cool. All right, I'll go look ahead. All right. In fact, he just closed his eyes, and now <laughs> the standard of we, he can't see us, we can't see him, as applied. He's not that okay. stupid. He just doesn't know magic. <laughs> you roll me a stealth, and then you can tell me how you're how you're searching for things. Nineteen for stealth. He's just gonna move quickly but quietly because he's invisible, so he doesn't have to worry about staying low, and just kind of just kind of go through the clearing. Okay. You take a look straight at straight out. Yeah. You go through the clearing, looking at the corpses, trying to determine what may have happened here. And when you look at the wounds, it's a little unusual. They seem to have been ravaged by these large... It's like as if it's like a singular talon almost um, that wrapped around perhaps their waist or in some places their throats. There's also a couple people here that seem to have been burned pretty badly. But if you look at the soil, there doesn't seem to be any burn marks here. It is just the people that were burned. Are there any tracks leading away from the bodies? I'll take a survival investigation, one of the two. Okay. I'll do survival. Oh, 26. I, I thought, uh, was was a bad thing. I got, <laughs> I got worried. Uh. Ugh, too easy. Yeah, kind of that. <laughs> yeah. You see two sets of prints heading west. Uh, one of them seems to be favoring one leg. It's just a heavier imprint on the right step. Uh, I know I'm not there, but are those humanoid prints? Are they? I mean, something I would look for. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're boot prints. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll run... I'll go back to the group and then I'll like sneak up right behind Rythan. Right in his ear, I'll be like, two tracks went west. <sighs> Rythan will jump a little bit. <laughs> and then I'm going to cancel the spell. <laughs> oh. Aww. Well, we could have used that still. He could have gone and checked out what the Triton had. All right. Anyway, um, two tracks west. Yeah, and it yes. looks like they were burned. But nothing else is burned. The, they, the bodies were burned? But yeah. Not the, hmm. They spontaneously combusted. Maybe magic? Maybe someone with a... I've seen fire bolts before. Maybe something of that nature. If they hit, it's not going to leave a tracks behind. Hmm. It would be a very potent fire bolt to be able to do something like that. I mean, like... It not... to be, like, very, 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 like... I'm going to phrase it a different way. It would be a higher, higher level fire bolts than what a Rythan could do currently. I mean, like, like smaller stuff, like cantrip stuff that like hits one target. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I understand. Instead of like area of effect. Okay, I'm just saying. Would the fairy dragon have done it? What do we know about fairy dragons? <laughs> I mean, the fairy dragon didn't do it on you after picking yeah. up. I feel like it would have used a little bit of that on us when we uh, arrived and punched it in the face and. I mean, we punched it and immediately just kind of nabbed it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, about that. I apologize again for that, but I don't think that it can do this to people. Yeah, it doesn't seem... I feel like it would have helped. It's the wyvern if it could have. Well, well let's just follow the tracks. 
Do those tracks heading west, right? Is that that's the direction of the facility, right? Yeah, like the facility is southwest from here. I yeah, checking the map. Southwest from here. <clears throat> all right. Um. Well, let's we all right. We can walk and talk. But let's follow the. Uh... <laughs> well, I know they can't see this map now. But we see it's just a bunch of trees, a bug monster, and a long-legged mushroom man with a tie and a suitcase and a watch. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Anyway, we can walk and talk. Let's start heading that way to die if you want to take the lead. Uh, yes, sir. That's what I'd like to hear. What? Hmm? No, I honestly didn't hear what she said. So, two prints. Everyone else got attacked by fire, so... Maybe were these the people who killed them and they are leaving? Were these their allies leaving their dead bodies behind? That's what I'm guessing towards. And yeah. safe, best is, safe bet is that they're heading towards the base, so... Did anyone else remember when we did kill the fairy dragon's brother? He said, I hope he kills you all. Oh, yeah. You know, sounds about right. I do not. <laughs> Does does anyone think that he may be the thing that did this? That's more than possible. He who? That's what we, we don't know who he is yet. So yeah, it's likely killed a lot of a lot of uh people here. Good catch, Kidra. Take inspiration. Glad someone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, okay, but whoever this he was clearly didn't finish the job unless. He is two humanoids. I would assume that the fairy dragon was referring to another draconic being, especially with all that fire there, so... Roll me a history check. Ooh, boy, history. Am I good at history? What's the book? Probably not. Uh, ooh, no. I mean, I am proficient in it, but I don't have intelligence bonuses. Yeah, it's like a plus three. It's good. 11 plus three, 14. Yeah, we'll give this to you. I'll take it. Mostly because you're also dragon kind, so you probably have heard of stories maybe in your childhood. Maybe they're like stories you've heard on your ship, kind of thrown around as to pass the time. But certain dragons supposedly have a humanoid form. Oh, okay. Actually, there's a chance that this might not be something as I... Don't, I mean no insult to this person who won't hear me, but something as minor as a fairy dragon or a wyvern, but full-blown dragons. There are some that can naturally shape change. So dragons? Hmm. I don't know why there would be one here, though. But at the same time, why would there be a fairy dragon here? Why would there be fairies here? We don't know enough, but there's a chance that this, these footprints might be a full-blown dragon shape changed, but then where are the other prints coming from? And where did the fairy dragon go? I guess, keep it in mind, I guess, because we're not going to find any answers until we get, at least until we get to that base. Maybe the two sets of footprints leaving were the people with the fairy dragon, and then these people died fighting whatever the mystery thing man is. And then it just left? It's probably going to go after them. Hmm. Did those footprints look like, I don't know, I'm not a tracker. Not much use for studying footprints on the sea. They were boot prints. Very few amount of footprints on the sea. Is there any way you can tell if those prints were made 
you know, at the same time, did, there's, that's not a thing you can do, right? You can't tell if they were made by friends or maybe one was chasing the other. Did they look like they were going the same speed? Surely you could tell the gate at least. Yeah, I can go double check. I'll give that to you without with, without a check. When you saw the check, it looks like they were walking. So, like, they were, like, both sets were walking. They could be going same speed, I guess, technically. Oh, They're not, okay. like, long leaps and bounds as if you're jogging or running. They walked away. They walked away. Hmm. I feel like a full-blown dragon would probably stay in form to hunt instead of taking a leisurely walk towards its prey. We're also not seeing any evidence that a large dragon was in this clearing as well. Shut up. <laughs> There's fire? You said it earlier. No, there about weren't fire. Changing. People were burned. There wasn't necessarily, like, dragon's breath. Hmm. That is a valid point. They... Well, what, what I'm saying is, like, there are no trees knocked over. It doesn't look like the grass has been terribly disturbed beyond, you know, the, the footsteps of these people here. So, like... This, the space can hold a large creature, like a, a dragons would be gargantuan, right? But there's no evidence that there was a gargantuan creature here. Yeah, yeah that's a good point, too. Hmm. Kind of the whole deal is when they get, when they are good enough to do the shape-changing, right? They're old and big, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so. No, no, you were right, you are right, you are right. I forgot about those details. Alright, well, let's, let's just make our way to this base. Let's just follow these prints, because... We're not going to figure it out out here. Okay. What is your pacing? Normal? We're not in a rush. Like, the best. Do we want to close some ground f first and then slow down to not be seen? Or we'll just cut in the middle, huh? You guys are going fast, but not hustling. That's a little yeah. medium pace. Okay. So you guys begin to go off, heading down in the direction... The sun is now reaching dawn, and you can feel the heat coming off, and you're seeing a little more of the terrain. And why don't you guys roll perception for me as you guys are following this trail? It's been about 40 minutes or so. Ooh, bully. Nat 1. 18. Proficient in, but not good at. Ugh. 10. 23. 23. 18 and 23 is what I heard, right? Yep. Uh, those are the two highest numbers. Uh, and ten. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and four. <laughs> so, Tadar and Velanja, you can hear the sound of somebody talking maybe 120, 150 feet on this trail. But the trail itself is covered by, like, foliage and trees and stuff, so you can't really see that far away, but you can definitely hear something. It's a little bit of, of chitter-chatter. I immediately try and stealth into the bushes and follow along to the right side. The laundry disappears. Uh, does what? What? Um, there's, there's voices up ahead. We should hide. If she hid, we should hide. I mean, there's voices up ahead. We might just be catching up on them. I don't know if necessarily we're about to be attacked or something. All right. Yeah, and I'm I'm following them. I'm trying to catch up to them, but stealthily on the right side. Yeah, I guess, I guess the rest of us just slow down, and keep going, but like stealthily, maybe not as. Yeah, if, if you if you stealth, you have to go slow pace. Maybe not as a uh, well as a uh, Valandra can do. But Val, I'm just gonna say Val because I feel like I I say it wrong every time. 
Okay, so you guys are stealthing and trying to catch up, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Valandria, you move over to the right and you can see two people walking and one of them seems to be seems to have a limp and is moving very, very, very slowly. It seems like they have like made a walking stick. Both of them have these rifles on their back. The other person though has this small cage that is placed on the small of its back and you can see a knocked out fairy dragon in it. Both of them have various degrees of injuries besides the limp as well. I dart out and I try and knock out the guy with the fairy dragon. Do the rest of us see this? (laughs) Probably, yeah. This is initiative, but go ahead and roll your stealth check for initiative, please. Ah, crap. Hell yeah. All of us or just her? All of you. Oh boy, disadvantage. Here we go. Oh my god, a nat 20. Bustle got a 14, but still. Okay, um, 21 and 25. Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay, this is cool. This is cool. 16 to 20? 17. 16. He's just prepping Casey. That's all he's doing. What? 11 to 15? 11. Man, I can't wait to have an intimidation initiative roll. We could if we used a different system. Kick open the door and like scare them so bad that they don't act quick enough. And six to ten. One to five. Five. <laughs> Your big old wings keep getting in the way. Keep smacking stuff. Now, if we can do an intelligence initiative. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> this is no. the, the one. Like, <laughs> this is the first time we're trying this. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Alright, so Belangia jumps out and these two people kind of are shocked and surprised. The one with the limp looks over and begins to grab its weapon, but he but they are surprised, so he will not <laughs> be able to react this turn. Man, you uh, almost picked every pronoun you could there. I know. <laughs> he, they, he. It's fine, it's fine, the editor will fix it. give him all the options and the editor can sort it out (laughs) so the one with the limp sees Vel jump outwards and they try to reach for their gun to point it but they are caught by surprise and will not have an action on their first turn of initiative but Tadar you are able to kind of see everything and get a moment to react before Vel can make contact with this person's face like to shoot a aim shot at the wounded man. Okay. So, Vel, you, which one are you trying to target? I'm targeting the one with the fairy dragon in the cage. Okay, perfect. So, Tadar, you want to target the one that Vel is not targeting? Yes. Got it. Yeah, rolled to hit. 19. 19 what? 19 piercing damage. 19 piercing. Nice. So, go ahead and describe that for me. Well, after seeing Val jumping on one, he, he sadly doesn't want to shoot the already wounded man, but it, <laughs> he's trying to do teamwork better. So <laughs> he, he carefully draws his bow and is like, I'm sorry, and just releases an arrow. <laughs> nice. And this takes us to Arnar. Minar! Can I reach any of them? Minar. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, we have a map. Yeah, we have a map. Yeah, 40 feet away from the closest one. If I'm acting for Val, I mean, I could probably see her, who she's running towards, but I wouldn't know for sure. I'm going to run my full 30 up towards the one with the fairy dragon and do something I have almost never done is I want to throw my net on them. Oh, nice. Well hit. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, 22. Yeah. Do I take any damage from a net? No. Actually, I think I technically have this range is 5-15. Does that mean? Yeah, you have disadvantage. So 10 feet away of disadvantage? Oh. 18? Yeah. You are able to catch this person in the net. And... Large or smaller creature hit by net is restrained until it is freed. Okay, yeah. So this creature is now restrained. Still, still kind of standing, but like very, very trapped. Hmm. You have a second attack. You have something. I technically don't, according to the net thing. Oh, never mind. Apparently the net takes all your attacks. But it was worth it, okay? It was worth it. True. Bonus action? No, there's no need. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang. I'm just gonna hang out. Hang out? Great. This one that you have just restrained is going to fight against the net, but is surprised. This will take us to Valangia. You, the target you are running towards is currently tied up in the net and restrained. Send it up for you. I'm gonna change my strategy and instead of dropping them down because I'm afraid that it's going to get them out of the net, I'm just gonna run forward and I am going to Superman punch them in the side of the head. Great. Restraint, so you have advantage. Okay. Let's see what this looks like. That's a 19. 19 what? Nine points of damage on my first strike. And I'm going to come up right after that with an undercut to their chin. Yeah. That's like a 28. This time. This time it is. That's 10 damage. Max damage, nice. And are they still standing? We'll say that they have fallen over at this point. Do they look alive? Yes, they're still breathing. And these are insurgents, right? These are some of the people we were fighting? Correct. I don't know if insurgents would have been my choice of noun, but correct. These are the people we've been fighting. Big old meanies. Big old meanies, there we go. That's a, that's a positive descriptor. Technical term. I think I'm going to flurry of blows and use one of my key points to make, well, let me just do a bonus action first. Let me do my bonus action attack. 17? 17, did you roll with advantage? 17 will hit, 17 will hit, sorry. 17 will hit, so that is seven damage. This one is now bloodied. Okay, it's bloodied. Yeah, I'll stop there. I won't use my key point. I will stop here and just hover over them, kind of get on top of them and pin them down, I guess, with my movement. Yeah, cool. Great. This will take us to Ryzen. What? (laughs) Ryzen will move over in the trail just a little bit, about 10 feet or so. Get a better 
vantage point on one of the limping guy, and he's going to fire off a fire bolt from the imp's mouth. Okay. 17. 17 hits. Okay. 17 fire damage. And that's it for it, right then. All right. Arnar and Valangia, go ahead and roll perception for me. Uh-oh. Get out of here. Ugh. 14. 15. Okay, just got a one-up me, don't you? <laughs> I have a pass of 18. So, when you look at this trail coming around the bend, you can see something with a glint of metal coming towards you. We see three robot creatures begin to approach. Two of them seem to be this four-legged bipedal creature with metallic claws in the dirt. The face seems to have no eyes, but a large clawed mouth with jagged edges to clamp on a foe. The last one has all these same features, but also has two wings on their back. I will give this to... Tadar. A low vibration echoes through the air, audible if you're listening to it, but acts as white noise if you are not. As they run and fly through the forest, there doesn't seem to be any stealth. They are running and destroying any branch or twig that may be on the way to get to you. Oh, well, uh, probably gonna yell out. Brace yourselves. Some machines are coming. Well, they're dogs. Those aren't puppies. You lied to. So, you guys see this coming towards you. Since we are at the top of the round, you guys do have about six seconds to talk. And then we can tell, like, there's these are way too fast. We're not going to be able to run away from these things. Like, grab the fairy dragon and go. I think we should grab it and go. <laughs> I think they're way too fast. I don't think we're going to be able to get away. <laughs> a flying one can outpace you. Okay. Maybe not fell, but can outpace the rest of the party. There's some war machines coming. We're not going to be able to outrun them all. Let's get rid of these two. Get the fairy dragon safe and let's go. But prepare to fight. One of the dogs begins to jettison forward. And it is going to make it about 20, 30 feet from where the encounter is coming. So you can see it there. It's oh. baring its teeth. You can get a smell of oil and grease coming from them ever so slightly and now even a bit of ozone yeah ozone. <laughs> but it is going to end its turn there now this one that just took a fire bolt to the face is going to try to figure out what 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 to do and it is going to reach into its pocket and pull out a dagger moving over to the one in the net he's going to try to cut their friend out doing it's like like ac10 i think so oh yeah 17 will hit that yep (laughs) four damage with the hp pool of five (laughs) yes the net survives he's beginning to cut through it we'll do a second attack for 22 and be able to finally destroy no my net. net We've had such a long history together. I know it's un, uh, unnormal or abnormal, but is there a way that I can use deflect missiles to stop <laughs> their attack on the net as a reaction? It's not like a throwing the dagger. We're just like physically cutting it. 
so I, I'm going to say no to that idea. Ah, uh, I tried. It's okay. Uh, but <laughs> my my net that we have a long history with that I've used so many times that <laughs> we go so far back. But he's going to get out of the net and he's just going to stay there, and that's going to be its turn. This one that was in the net is still prone in front of the vet, and when we look at sort of their disposition, they are in a panicked state. They aren't necessarily trying to fight, they are more trying to escape. And now that Vel and Arn are a little closer, you can see that they have also have like claw, I described it as a talon earlier, so talon attacks within their armor itself. We are going to go to Tadar though. Ah, panic. Kill the ads. Kill the ads. Okay. <laughs> Do I have a clear shot on either of the two soldier boys? You have a clear shot on the soldier boys and one of the dogs of war. Can I hit the one with the one that had the fairy dragon? That one is prone, so you will be at disadvantage. Okay, the other one then. <laughs> sure. All right, aim shot. Ooh, 15? 15 will miss. <laughs> you, you just kind of hear the arrow go zoop past, and then you hear him go, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's never happened before. I've never missed before. <laughs> that was very shocking to him, too. That was with advantage. This takes us to Arnor. Arnor. We're not going to be able to outrun these things. And uh, I am going to probably... Hmm. Oh, this is... this is. I'm, we're not going to like... This isn't going to be a good time. I turn to Val, and I say, hit the button. The wrist, your wrist guard, hit the button, and I'm going to... Hope she knows what that means and run up here. Vel can do this as a free action if you want, if she wants to. As my bonus action, she's gonna hit the button. <laughs> as Farnard's as bonus action, Vel can hit the button. Yeah, I'm gonna hit the button. So <clears throat> I'm gonna start running. Probably assume take attack of opportunity from that from uh, one of the guys I was right next to as I run does, past them to get towards the. Uh... Uh, doesn't have a melee weapon out. Oh well, loser. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm gonna. <laughs> So I just say, hit the button. And as I start running, I hear probably a high-pitched screech and then like a word wobbling noise. And then just it kind of fades into, well, you know, like the background white noise. And as I'm running, Arnar's, I would say mouth starts frothing, but instead of like, you know, like frothing over, it's like sparks start shooting out when like, you know, as he's panting. And uh, yeah, like you can see his like muscle, like where his arm is exposed. So like the forearm stuff, you can see like the veins start coming out more. You can see the neck is tightening up. Eyes are go all entirely silver instead of just like, you know, the normal, you know, white eyes with the silver black people, the whole thing glazes over silver. And as I get right up towards the bad doggy, I am going to lightning breath to get whoever I can get in a 30-foot line. Yeah, I'll let you get all of them. I think that's cool. I think that's cooler than anything else. Yeah, you will. I think because it's his first time doing this with a rage, when he, he runs up, he bends back and, like, doubles over as he just... Just the... And, like, the... We've all, we've all seen it before of him doing his lightning breath where it's just, like, a... You would see, like, a line like a small thin line shoot out towards the end of where it reaches and then you would see lightning coming from him and from the end like coming together like lightning fast the way lightning actually starts on the ground and it meets towards the middle you'd see the lightning come out but this time around it's 
wilder, wider. It seems to cover more ground. It scorches the earth on the way there. And this is the first time rolling it with our new and improved fire breath. It, I believe, it is lightning breath, right? You're a lightning. Like, yeah, but it's, but yeah, our new and improved. Did I say fire breath? Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Not one of those losers. Four d six. Here we go. Oh, do I have to? I have to roll to attack him, don't I? Exactly correct. Oh God! Why you gotta make me do this? And then this is my highest step plus proficiency. So my strength. Sure. Cool. I'll take it. Fifteen plus proficiency. Uh, Eighteen. Yeah. This is Dex defense, right? Uh, da 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 da. Yes. You hit all three. Yes, I do. <laughs> 4d6 plus 3. Uh, that's 4. Ooh, uh, 10, 13, 16. And then here's the rub. Lightning damage against these robots. Hmm? Yeah, it works. Hmm? Arnor runs forward and prepares to use his lightning breath. Breathes and breathes out as these sparks comes out. And these three metallic creatures that you have hit is enveloped by this electricity, even hitting places on the creature that you would not normally have been able to. And they seem pretty jolted by this attack. Yeah, I'm pretty jolted by doing it. It's pretty pretty sick. Yeah, and then uh, after... Yeah, so uh, they have five lightning uses. You or, absolute five, five lightning vulnerability. My vulnerability? Oh, okay. I meant, I meant the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> Alright, yeah, then Arnar's just there. He doesn't even remember doing it, but his sword, like his sheath, is all the way uh, his back behind him, like ten feet, and his sword is already only in one hand at the moment, and he's just ready for whatever's about to come. And that's it. Both of the drakes are bloodied. Good. However, this flying creature has superior speed as it swoops right next to Arnar and is going to roll to attack. No, please. No, please. We are going to reach down and do two claw attacks and a bite attack. So I'm just gonna roll these all at once. I'm gonna die. <laughs> 22, 20, and 15. Ooh. 15 does not hit. Okay. You're going to take seven piercing damage from the claw, but this creature is going to bite right onto your arm. And this one seems pretty painful as I drop dice on the floor. Alright, give it to me the full number and I'll do the half after. It was seven for the first attack. Okay. You are going to take 15 from the bite, but you also get the sense of coldness emanating from it. Uh, you're Ooh. also going to take four cold damage. Alright, four, 15 plus seven, 22. 15 damage total. Okay. Yeah, you see, uh, the Arnard doesn't really even notice the scratch. You know, when the bite comes, he just, like, looks at the thing, he just, like, growls back at it. This takes us to the rifleman on the floor that currently has the fairy dragon. It is going to kind of struggle to stand up, and it is going to take the disengage action, and it is going to move back 30 feet moving 30 feet towards the dogs of war and the creature. I know I can't attack him because he disengaged, but when he runs by, Arnar, like, snaps at him, like, trying to bite him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this takes us to Vel. I'm going to take an 
attack of opportunity, and I'm going to catch up to the one with the fairy dragon on their back. Yeah, 25 to hit. Dang. 25 hits. Cool. So the dagger that was used to cut the net is going to come out real quickly to, let's say, your hamstring, and you will take eight damage, eight piercing damage. Okay. And I am going to... Hmm. <laughs> do it, do it. No, I don't think that's right for now. I am going to... Superman again, punch her to the back of the head. Wait, it's her? Him. Sorry, I'm going to Superman <laughs> punch her. It's a pronoun. We don't, we don't know again. their gender. In fact, <laughs> we haven't even wrote their gender on my notes. So it, it, like... Well, you gonna... keep saying he, she, them, they. It's fine. I'm gonna Superman punch them onto the back of the head. Okay. Twelve plus seven, nineteen. Nineteen hits. Ten damage. This lethal. Yes. Describe the kill. I just run up and go to punch in the back of the head, and my hand slips off of whatever is on their head and punches the neck and just snaps the neck. Oof. Noise. What would you like to do with the rest of your turn? I am going to grab the fairy dragon off of their back and then use my second action, if I can, to step of the wind. So I'm going to dash 90 feet and I'm going to stay out of everyone's attack range. So dash allows you to take your movement as a bonus a bonus action, in this case, because Step of the Wind. So what's your movement? 45 feet, so I can go... So you've already moved 25 feet to get there. Okay, so you yeah. Got... Yeah, and there's 65 feet. There you go. Is there a way that I can use my action or my movement to step up to back to her or him or they, whoever it is in this helm? hit them a couple of times and then my bonus action to step of the wind after that so you can go ahead and hit this one one more time because that's the last attack you have left okay if you want to as you're running so you return back to the one with the limp who who's just trying to get his it's it's friend out of the net 20 20 to hit 20 hits that is uh, nine damage. And this lethal? Yes. And this one is also going to be killed. Describe this as well. I just run by and I roundhouse kick them to the face and then just keep running. I don't even notice if I've killed them or done damage. I just roundhouse kick them to the head and keep running. Great. So I'm going to run from there and take another 45 feet, and then go back with everybody else. Great. This other guard dog is going to run up to Arnar and end its turn technically about 10 feet away. And this takes us to I see you. I see you measuring some of the area of effect. <laughs> I see what's going on. I want to. You want to hit all of them. <laughs> so bad. Unless you're about to do lightning damage, and it's okay. Uh, no. 
Rythan's gonna take a couple steps forward and on the trail closer to Arnor. 15 feet ish. And he's going to curse at Arnor for running in the middle of a group, but he's just going to fire off a thunder or fire bolt at the dog that Arnor hit. Arnor hit all three. Arnor hit all three. Well, I can't hit all three with my fire bolt. Let's go for the big guy. Okay. So the imp's gonna open its mouth and attack it with a 20. 20 hits. Oh. And then it will attempt to do 15 fire damage. You're rolling really well in damage. I know. About time, too. That bloodied. Sweet. And if it matters or not, my fire burns a little hotter on people. That's about it. I don't know what that means. What? I have elemental apt at the fire. Oh. So resistant. <laughs> and that was the that was the big one, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Cool. Top of the round. Ar- Arnar is not in a chatting uh, mode at the moment. I'm going to say keep this safe, and I'm going to put it down next to Tadar and say don't let this out of your sight. Okay. <laughs> Great. This one in front of Arnar is going to try to bite, and it's going to take its large jaw and try to clamp right onto your leg. We are going to do a nine to hit. No. We will try again. You don't have to. (laughs) 19 to hit. Yes. This will be 10 damage, and you are grappled. 10 damage? 10 damage and you are grappled. 10 I'm assuming damage. some sort of slashing or piercing? Yeah, piercing damage. Okay. Grappled? I don't want to be grappled. And this will take us to Zadar. What is the fairy dragon doing? Is that unconscious? It's unconscious. Okay. Well, that's good. That's the easiest kind of babysitting when they're asleep. I'd like to take an aimed shot at the big winged mech creature. Okay. Oh, so close to a natural 20. 26. 26 will hit. Yee. Ooh. 25 piercing. Nice. Nice to be a, uh, a rogue. Yeah, I rolled really good. Near max? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. So that's all your actions. Would you like to pick up the fairy dragon? It has, like, a little belt hook. Oh. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that's where that's where they were holding it uh, on their back, so you can put that there. Yeah. Okay, great. Arnar. So I'm grappled now? Correct. <laughs> All right. Um, ooh. Well, ooh boy. I wasn't planning on moving. <laughs> I got you right where I want you. It's a robot. It does not react. I'll just, uh, ooh, do I want to? Do I want to do that? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Should I do that? Yeah. All right. Bonus action. We're gonna we're gonna mix it up, and uh, yeah, on our uh, being grappled, being like surrounded for a second, huffing and puffing, his training kind of kicks in for a second, and he just thinks, he just thinks about eliminating the one that's closest to death, you know, get rid getting rid of as much enemies as possible as quick as possible, and yeah, he clicks in, and that is him using his fighting spirit. Okay. Just the idea, just like his training clicks in, he kind of focuses up for a second to lash out against the big one. 
using a great weapon master. Okay. <laughs> a little bit more grappled than I thought. Rolled a four and a one, and uh, yeah, it's not gonna do it. I have two attacks if I do. Try it again. Rolled two nines. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get up to there with uh, eleven. Eleven will not hit. Just think about it. You would miss Rifen with that roll. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Use my. Could have just could have just second wind instead, and he wouldn't have. Oh, farts! And you got temp HP, right? Yeah, I got temp HP, but you know, would have gotten more from second. All right, well, you know, I'm gonna Arnar, gonna roll a quick little regret. Uh, Arnar takes uh, seven regret damage, okay. and uh, he's all mopey. Yeah, that's that's it for me. All right, so you are trying to pierce this creature, but you're not getting enough momentum to really slice its exterior metallic surface. But it looks at you, and it's going to... You're going to see this cold beginning to froth around its mouth. You begin to see ice beginning to form. And it is going... Ice, ice, baby. Sorry. You, you deserve this. And it is going to breathe an ice breath on you. This is against your con defense. And... 19 plus 7. 25. Boy, um, uh, 25, that's that for sure. Okay. That's not the greatest. 3 damage total. 46 cold damage. Oh! Okay. <laughs> I guess if you, you must. You jerk. 46, you say? Below average. Oh, below average. Okay. Uh, what's after bloodied? Dead. Mm. Pretty much. <laughs> you want, about, are you, I'm, I'm about remember to your temp HP. Hmm? Remember your temp HP. Oh, no, I, I fully took that into account. Are you unconscious? <clears throat> I'm, I'm conscious. Okay, good. Like one HP left, probably. <laughs> uh, eight. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's what you get for running in the middle of a circle. It wasn't a circle when I ran there. <laughs> are you... Being mean to him for tanking for you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Vel, you are next deck. Okay, big question. When I reduce somebody to zero HP, I get nine temporary hit points. Okay. Is that for everybody I take down to zero so, HP? Temp HP does not stack, but yes. Technically, if you lost your temp HP, you would gain it back, but you are still at nine. Okay. I figure these guys can't be feared. So I am going to run up next to Arnar and I am going to waylay the winged beast. I am going to attack it for the first attack. That is 18 plus 7, which is 25. 25 hits. Okay. Full damage, so that's 10. Nice. So for the first one, I am going to do that, and then I am going to Stunning Strike. Great. Go ahead and roll against my Con Defense. So Stunning Strike for me against Con Defense means what? Because I rolled an 18. So it's 18 plus wisdom plus proficiency. That's 24. Okay, so this creature is 
feature construct. This construct is stunned. Nice. Okay, so automatic crit on the next hit. Uh, stunned, not paralyzed. Okay, so... You still get advantage, though. Advantage. Okay, good. 19. 19 will hit. Plus 7. Great. Another 6, so that is another 10 damage. Go ahead and describe you you destroying this thing. Okay, so I run up and I just put my hand on Arnar's shoulder. I kick off of his leg and I jump kick the front of the construct. And then while I do that, I backflip onto its neck and then I grab the head and I just twist it around. A lot of, a lot of neck snapping with you. <laughs> Welcome to unarmed. <laughs> creature falls to the ground. And I just ride it all the way down to the ground and then roll off of it and then get into a defensive position for the next one. I can't I can't technically burn a key point for defense, but just for flavor. Got it. Got it. Got it. This takes us to the other guard dogs. So we're going to run up right up to Arnar. And because there are two of them, they seem to have some sort of tactical advantage. So we're going to roll the two strikes. They don't need it. They really don't need it in this situation. (laughs) Okay. uh, It's okay. (laughs) 15 to hit? No. Still there. Still here. Nine plus... Nine plus seven. Sixteen. Oh, just... Okay. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> this is funny. 14 damage, and your other leg is clamped. 14 piercing damage. Halved. Ha ha. Yeah, you're, you're up with a one. Yes. <laughs> lucky, lucky. You die tonight. And this will take us to Rythen. Oh, Rythen. Seeing as his buddy Arnar is somehow still standing after a barrage of hits, is going to command his imp to open wide and five flaming imp skulls are going to come out. Three are going to hit the top one that's standing to his right and two are going to hit the other one. It's magic missile. <laughs> your level three spell. You're, you're one level three spell. You're putting it on magic missile. I am, because why not? It's fireball. Yeah, I don't really feel like killing two of my teammates. Because, you know, I'll roll a 20. Fair. Uh, okay. So we are rolling once for every missile. So... Yeah. General. Anything but a one. Anything but a one. Zero. Ooh, a three. Nice. So three plus... Isn't it? No, just three plus one. So four damage. All right. This one that just attacked Arnar perishes under the bolts of the missiles. At the other... Or I guess the imp heads. Mm-hmm. And this one is still standing. That will be Ryan's turn. We're at the top of the round, but we're just going to cut to Tadar. Tadar? Is there any way I can move to get a shot on the last construct? Or wait, can I take any shot at all on the construct? I mean, you can take a shot. I'll have some cover. I have sharpshooter. You can take a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Aim shot. 
All right, it had two HP left. Describe the kill. <laughs> well, watching Val kind of do these cool flips and snapping the neck of a mech, he kind of just like was clapping in his head, like, wow. And then he snapped out of it like, oh, right. And then saw that there was one left and just went, oh, okay. And then he put it down. As this last guard dog falls down, as the very injured Arnar kind of deals with his wounds that are still bleeding out as well as the... Oh, I am, I am absolutely just going to town on that the, that last one that grappled me. Oh, I'm just hacking at a business. <laughs> with like... Until the rage wears off, just... <gasps> and as I'm raging, everywhere I got cut, like, little bit of sparks are coming out with the blood. Like, you can see when the blood, like, forks off, like, starts, like, arcing in between little sparks, which is something you wouldn't have seen before. And just, just hacking at that. Maybe full office space, throws away his sword and starts punching at the, you know, the in, the robot innards. He, he's angry, he's fast, he's mean. Arnar breaks down. Maybe if you feel like this is in character for Vel, you can say that Vel pushes the button and makes him stop. Yeah, yeah, I would push the button, make him stop, and then I'd come over and try and use medicine to kind of try and staunch his wounds. He's still going. He's still going. The the signal stops, but he's just gonna... He's gotta cool down for then, a second. Then can I... can Then I can I grab him under his arms and try and restrain him? Absolutely. And I think that's where we're going to fade to black. Arn are going to town on this thing and Vel realizing that whatever she did on the armband cause this pushes the off button and it goes there to try to restrain him to calm him down before he injures himself further This podcast is copyright 2021 from Scottsdale Entertainment, LLC.